impossible! Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Hello, podlings. Hello, podlings. Today we're talking about the iconic design of Lord Vader. Darth. Darthy boy. Dark father. Anakin. <laughs> Anakin. Anakin. So, Say it like you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> With the anticipation of the Kenobi series once again, Darth Vader's returning, and I think it's time to have a little chatty chat about his design. Chatty chat. About the Darth Vader. <laughs> Podlings. Podlings. Arguably one of the most iconic villains in modern history. So iconic that all they needed to do to tease him was his breath. Uh, We're talking about Darth Vader. Vader's voice is James L. Jones. Yeah. Amazing. Mufasa. Um, and then obviously there's just a bit of like extra bass and mechanicalness to it. As for the breathing of Darth Vader, the amazing Ben Burt is of course behind not only this, but behind most of the iconic sounds of Star Wars yeah. um, from the original trilogy. And it was done with scuba breathing apparatus. It was. Scuba diving Which gear. Is How so... cool is that? <laughs> And once you know that, you're like, yes, oh, of course, of course, I've heard that noise, and I've been scuba diving once, and I, th- I thought I was Darth Vader. Little breathing apparatus, 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 and um, you know, he would place a microphone on this deep sea diving um, gear and breathe into it in various ways, ultimately leaving us with what we have today. In you know, in in all of Star Wars, you know, we hear it the, for the first time when Anakin's wearing it for the first time. In you know, it's the first thing we hear when yes. he, the suit is rising. When it clicks in. Yeah, it clicks in, and then you have <laughs> then that first breathes. breath, and you're like, oh my god! And now we have it in the teaser for Kenobi. Yep. Um, it's iconic. Uh, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about the, the to note the two variations of his breathing as well. Like we have, you know. The normal way he breathes, it's very scary. And then we have... It's scary. It's very scary. I'm very scared when he breathes. Um, <laughs> like, isn't that weird? Like, even the way he breathes is scary. <laughs> I'm very scared when I'm he scared. breathes. Like, the first, like, it's in my nightmares. This, honestly, that scene in Rogue One, like, is in the darkness. Yeah. And you hear his breath. And then he ignites his lightsaber. Like, that breath would make you shit a brick if you're a what? rebel in that hallway. 100%. Um, and then the two like slight variations of his breathing is when he's like obviously doing something physical, like yeah. he's fighting Luke, and he's like the breathing is just a little bit increased, heightened. Yeah. And then there's the um, when he's basically dead, like he's been electrocuted, and yes. he has that like malfunctioning sort of breathing to yeah. him. <laughs> Notice the difference. Notice the difference there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. I mean, I feel like everyone knows this, but like, it's it's fun to know. You know, it's fun to realize that the direct translation of Darth Vader is Dark Father. Yeah. German origin, knowing that. Shocking. So yeah, no. Shock. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Oh my god, I didn't know that. Did you hear it here first on Podlings. Um, but, <laughs> but it's it's cool to know that like there's such a huge inspiration from like 
Nazi Germany. Yep. You know, but it's funny how he ends up being the father of Luke. Like it's an interesting. Yeah, totally. Little. There is a play there. Accidental. And also that Vader sounds like, I mean, a lot of the German language can sound kind of aggressive. No offense yeah. to the German speakers. It just it just kind of does. I mean, not to say that English is a beautiful language. It's really not. But um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Some of the words sound sound a little bit more aggressive. And yeah. even like Vader sounds like it kind of, I mean, I it might sound badass because I think of all of the association. Yeah. But Vader does sound better than if you named him something else. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you had a name. Like yeah. it wouldn't be. Like Ben. <laughs> or like. Just anything. Any of the other Darths. You know what I yeah. mean? Like Darth Maul obviously sounds badass. Yeah. Um, but like Palpatine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Palpsy boy. Yeah. What is it? T- Tyrannus or whatever? Tyrannus. Tyrannus. Yeah. Is he a fucking T-Rex? Like what yeah. is that? Like, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Darth, they don't sound that menacing. Yeah. Like Darth Vader sounds like. He's just like the ultimate Sith though, really, isn't he? Like, <gasps> he is. Like everyone knows who Darth Vader is. <laughs> it actually, like, just talking about how it is a direct translation to German makes me wonder what the German dubbed version of Star Wars would sound like. <laughs> and it's they're, like, just, they're like, this isn't that great because it's just saying Darth Father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when he's, like, to Luke, he's, like, saying he's Vader to him. He's like, like, he's like, I am your Vader. Like, <laughs> I am your Vader. <laughs> anyway, when designing this evil dark knight of space, uh, George Lucas had this idea that he was, you know, when they were first conceptualizing this this big villain they were thinking you know he's basically like this general like there's very there's very there's obviously some direct inspirations from like medieval knights yep um you know you know the samurai Samurai, um and george lucas loves a lot of those like old school japanese movies yep um anyway but yeah they they basically he, he just had this idea that he wanted like this sort of dark knight this black knight of the sith and someone tall menacing inhuman it's like a cyborg like he obviously had these fragments of what he wanted it to be and yeah then combination of these people that he worked with ralph mcquarrie and actually some of the first thoughts that george lucas had of um darth vader and that he was never he, he this was never like um actually drawn but his first ideas was like just just a guy with a black scarf oh yeah and that's really hard to imagine like as a thing considering as, what we know yeah as menacing and as big as that sort of character design came out to be. Yeah, that's that's a bit... It's hard to wrap a, your head around. <laughs> I mean, you have to start somewhere, I guess, but you could have done better than a yeah. scarf. Bruh, come on, man. It's, <laughs> a, it's it's now thinking that it's like, oh, that could have been what Anakin would look like if he never needed that armor, I guess. Yeah. Then, um, you know, with these initial thoughts of what he could look like, he went to, you know, with these initial concept, like thoughts, I guess mm. they were just thoughts at this point. Maybe he wrote, wrote something down, but some he scribbles. went... Some scribbles. Some scribbles. <laughs> <laughs> and he went to, and he went straight to Ralph McQuarrie, and Ralph McQuarrie, the OG of so much of what yeah. Star Wars is. His concept art is so awesome. Um, we've talked about him a lot, so let's not talk about him too much. Stop talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, but, Ralph McQuarrie. <laughs> but along with Ralph McQuarrie's like coming up with so much of the original designs of so much, he was the one that came up with some of the first designs of. I mean, Darth obviously, Vader. of course, right? Even, and, even, and just to interrupt, because I need to, you know, even George Lucas says himself that Star Wars wouldn't be the Star Wars that we know and love without Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. obviously, George Lucas is a creative. Yeah, but it's a bit different when you get someone with pen and paper just like 
who's very crushing ideas. You know what yeah, I mean? And like, Ralph McQuarrie was that person. Yeah. So it's hard to have him without. That's true. And I mean... There's other illustrators. There's so many people involved, of, of yeah. course, but some had significantly bigger roles than others. Right. And Ralph McQuarrie is up there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny to say that. It's just like, imagine George Lucas just like drew them himself. Like, I mean, he was like really shit at drawing and you're like, fuck, what is... Oh, no. This is great. They're all walking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a stick man. Like, yeah. And then he has a, a laser I am your dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can imagine that as a little animation. <laughs> and then everyone's like, sick, we're never going to go watch that again. Cool. That was... <laughs> Terrible. Fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> and so the helmet came into play when Ralph McQuarrie was told by George Lucas that, like, the first scenes we have of Darth Vader is he rocks up on Leia's ship. Mm. And it's like, how did he get there? Oh, they're in space. Maybe he's probably going to need some kind of space suit. So that's how the helmet came into play. And that the helmets were heavily inspired by, surprise, surprise, the Germans the Mm. Nazi Germans and um, special forces within the world war. And when he was drawing these, these concepts went to then, you know, they'd all worked together in a tight knit group. It went to this guy named John Molo, Mm -hmm. Molo, sorry. (laughs) Um, Who was a, who was a costume designer on the first film. (laughs) We just butcher everyone's names. Yeah. Here on Podlings, we, so, I'm so sorry. We have like the whitest names, okay, and really difficult to butcher. So we should do better. But yeah, we we'll try. Anyone to else? It's like yeah, sorry, I'm fucking it up. Yeah, we just like, have to apologize every time. Balake, we're doing great. Oh, it's so fucked. So um, these concepts that Ralph Corey drew went to the costume designer John Mollo, and he was he saw these and he was he he was just inspired by like samurai. Yeah. So we had these initial drawings that look, you know, quite close to what we ended up with. Yeah. And then he started getting really inspired by samurai and, you know, the long sort of yeah. like, thing and that comes out. And even the pleated... Yeah. You know what I mean? This, like, pleated... Um, Garment. Yes. Sort of look. Like, armory sort yeah. of, you know, uh, protected shield type of thing that he has. There's, like, a pleated thing underneath. Which does, when you look at those, some of those images of the old samurai, it's like, oh, actually, like, yeah, you can kind of see the I resemblance see there. It's very cool. Some inspo happening. Basically, what we see in the film is like one of, like, I don't think it's the first mold that he did. Like, there's like always no. a practice thing, and a thing they there's do is they always so throw many. out the first thing that they do. Yeah. And the thing that came second is the helmet that we see. That's crazy. And so it, it just stuck, and it just looks. Just, just looks awesome. It makes me wonder, like, if they had to design it today, what it would look like. Oh, I think, It would look yeah. that vastly different. I think it would look vastly different. Yeah. Different. But I think that they did really well. I think that... Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, some of the designs for some of the characters don't age all that well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, some of them just don't age that well. But I, I don't think that Darth Vader has this issue. I think they're, like, outside the bounds, you know, of... Yeah. That sort of look. Because it's even, so, like ingrained in our yeah. culture and it's, they even use like take inspiration from far enough back of certain situations where it's like those sort of things can be sort of timeless in yeah. a sense you know yeah. where it's it fits outside the realm of like it's going to lose style i don't think it ever will no they can just keep updating the materials used in every Making it seem do you know what i mean every time we yeah. see darth vader every x amount of years it doesn't matter it still looks just as good. futuristic yeah, and futuristic. sick yeah yeah, yeah. in 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 
fits the Star Wars universe so well. And I yeah. think that's why, like, I mean, of course, you look at the first film and you're like, obviously, there's bits, like, not connected and it, yeah. like... They've made that better. So John Molo designed, he was the costume designer and would like design the costumes and was heavily inspired by samurai and whatnot. Um, and then Brian Moyer, I, I can't remember what he is, but he was the guy that like, that would sculpt the clay onto the actor, the physical actor for Darth Vader, David okay. Prose, and like to his exact dimensions. And as I said before, they not like a, not prosthetics. Prosthetics? Not prosthetics. Yeah, it's like prosthetics yeah, it, makeup artist sort of. It's like a weird prop. It's like a weird mixture. Yeah, like person. That and yeah. it's interesting because it was a very like ambitious film. Like there was so much. So they actually sculpted it to the actor. Yeah. To That's David Prose. Pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, because obviously he was like a big dude. Yeah. To play this role, so he probably had a weird shaped head. <laughs> But like he, I know, but that's pretty intense. Yeah, there's like a photo of him, like with all this like clay on his head. And they're little, <laughs> yeah, <assholes>. like... <laughs> fuck. Please don't fuck with me. No, please, just put some tape over. Like no. Um. <laughs> Imagine it scares me being murdered by a piece of tape. <laughs> Such a bad way to die. Fun fact, the helmet for Darth Vader is actually in the first movie, A New Hope, if you didn't know that was the first one, is like, (laughs) it's meant to be black. Like in all the other films, the helmet and the costume is black. But in the first movie, it has, it's slightly more gray. Mm. It's like ever so slightly more gray. And it's because when they were painting it, I don't know, like they were kind of new to this, like they were trying new things, but they right. painted it a black and because of the material, which was like this, I think it was fiberglass or some kind of mixture of two things, the black they used just came out as this more gray color. Yeah. And then every movie after that, they made it more black. They, yeah, they darkened the black. And that kind of makes black. sense because fiberglass is kind of difficult to paint. Yeah, I think that was the There's thing. There's a lot like, of issues They just didn't fiberglass, so that makes understand. Sense. Yeah. But I guess Get like, a better prop guy. <laughs> God damn it, Brian Muir. <laughs> Sorry. No, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like it went through quite a cup, like quite a few different people to make it work. Yeah, and going from oh, let's just have a scarf. That's my George Lucas impression. <laughs> just, just a little scarf, scarf. And then to go from Ralph Ralph McQuarrie's first initial designs of him, it w- wasn't far off what we ended up with. Yeah, and then we you would ne- with- you would need to though, like you know how it's like in the design world, it's like who do I need at my table? Like yeah. I think they might have goofed on the initial idea. You know what I mean? Where it's like you definitely need the creator himself. You also need Ralph McQuarrie because he does a lot of the character designs. Basically, um, translate. You would definitely need the dude who's gonna make the fucking props. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd need the costume person. You'd need all of these people. You'd probably need the actor in the room as well. Like just all working you, together. You'd need to, yeah. and they each had that sort of hand. Who knows if they were all sitting at one table the whole time? We'd get the same outcome. But mm. I think that that's really cool because it needs to have more credit than just George Lucas and Ralph McQuarrie. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's it's, so it's, many people that It's so it. easy to just put one name. Like yeah. George Lucas made Darth Vader. Or when Ralph and Corey comes out as like yeah. being this guy. You're that like, illustrated he, it. he made it. It's like, but kind of, but not really. But not like, really. Yeah. It's it's just this collaboration. I, and we talked vaguely about this in um, like the voice actors and yeah. who played Darth Vader. It's like, there's so much that goes into just creating this character because 
you have you have to have someone physically imposing. Yeah. But then that guy has a like a kind of a shitty voice, so you need to have someone with a, an awesome a better voice, voice, a better voice. And then this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many different factors to create one character, character, and all this comes into it too. Like the design of him. You yeah. can't just have the costume designer create George's thoughts because you're no. like, well, f- you doesn't probably... it doesn't fully encompass exactly. You need someone to translate George Lucas's ideas onto it into a drawing and yep. then you can go from there to make something practical out of that yeah so really cool. cool it's so cool like yeah if anyone if like it's i wanted to talk about darth vader like for so long but i just wanted to do a little bit more research about him because yeah he's such a big character and there's so much cool stuff to talk about with him yeah and he's coming back in the kenobi we're gonna series. get to see uh very active darth vader darth vader in his prime hunting hunting down Jedi scum. Yeah. I um I like I like this episode a lot. I think um I think it's cool. I think I would like to know just for my own personal enjoyment how much time actually went into just um his character design. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be shocking. Absolutely. Yeah. And I imagine it was one of like one of the ones that George Lucas did not want to fuck up. No, and wouldn't let it go. And I bet it was one of the first ones he thought of too. Yeah. It was probably kind of a stressful character. You know what I mean? In in the design sense of coming up with this stuff, it was probably very stressful to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate, like, as as designers, we kind of... We kind of know that on a level because you're trying to make, like, for example, our logo, it's like you're trying to make something that you really want to look good. You have a feeling of what it could be. And then maybe you get to that point, but then you've looked at it too much and you're like, I don't even know if this looks good anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it there's so, but you want it to be perfect. You want it to be right. Yeah. Because it's going to be there forever. Yeah. So, I mean, they did a good job. I'd be curious to hear what George Lucas's actually thoughts are. Like, I wonder if it's something where he's like. Yeah, but you never know though, especially when true. it comes to designers too. And a lot of the times people who put all of this energy into this thing and, and they'll still look at it and be like, I actually fucking hate that character. Like yeah. I hate it. I hate that character design. I hate seeing that yeah. on him or I hate that this happened or the helmet's not right. And I just can't stand the character and everybody loves him. Yeah. But I fucking hate it. That's so fun. Like, you know, that's such a thing. Hey, it's a thing. A perfect example is that of that is I've definitely felt this before where I've gone to sketch something mm. and I've sketched it. And I'm like, yeah, I really like like the vibe of that. Like, I, I really like it. And then you try to do it in like a cleaner way, and you fucking hate it. Yeah, you like happens a lot. How did it change? Ah! Yeah, it's like the sketch was somehow better, but <laughs> it's not. I yeah. don't know. It's so it's it's hard. It's hard to like just end up with something you like because yeah. it's almost you're trying to. It's almost impossible to get exactly what's in here. Yeah, out out correctly, especially when there's so many people involved. Yeah, a lot of a lot of. You know, a lot of fucking captains at the table. Yeah. A lot of cooks lot in the of kitchen. A lot of fucking opinions. That's it. And that's just, I imagine you get to a certain point where you're just like, okay, it's just an ever-evolving thing. Yeah, you can't it just be needs attached. to You can't be yeah. attached to the idea. Cause, yeah. This is uh, the cheapest, do that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we already talked about his voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do have that episode called Voice Actors Who Didn't Make the Cut. Um, check that out um, for that. You know, with this Kenobi series coming out, I really think we're going to see even some no helmet Vader. Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, old mate. 
Hayden. Hayden's coming back. So that's that's very exciting. I think that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow series is about bad guys. Have you seen that fucking meme? You probably posted this one too, but that meme about uh, where like, it's like, I can't wait for my new series. Oh, yeah. And he's like, my series is all my series. So like, whatever. It's like, fuck yes. <laughs> I love the one. It's about Anakin, not yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he's like, why don't I get my own series? Like, dude, the whole fucking story <laughs> of Star Wars is about you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Zen, which is fitting for the Darth Vader episode. It is, because he's a German. <laughs> we can't get back into the German thing. That was pretty cool. A lot of fun facts. Well, thanks. We hope you enjoyed. Yes. I mean, let us know how excited you are about the Kenobi series, because I don't know if you know, but I'm fucking excited. Stoked. <laughs> Stoked to Tron. And, um... You know, check us out on at Podlinks Podcast on our social media platforms. Instagram is where we're mainly at. If you want to message us, message us on there. We do episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Yes. Um, So you can subscribe at any platform that you listen. Yeah. And you get a little little notification. You got Freshie on Tuesdays (laughs) and Thursdays. Little red circle with a white one inside. (laughs) Notification. I don't know if that happens, actually. No. <laughs> anyway, podlingspodcast.com is also a good place to go to because it's a website that's a, that's ours. <laughs> we'll see you next episode. See ya. Fuck, that was terrible.